Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. guys before we get into today's episode I have a very special announcement if you are sick of your nine-to-five sick of being broke sick of being stuck in the same place and you are ready for freedom and abundance it all starts with having your own business your own online business and lucky for you guys I have created a brand new program finally and it is called Unlock Your Freedom, and doors are now open. This program is your complete guide to being fully empowered and fully educated to make money online, and I am so excited about this, you guys. Like, you guys all know I have been having the experience of a lifetime these past, like, four months, and it would not have been able to be a reality for me if it weren't for my online business and the freedom that that creates for me. So I just knew that I had to create a program to teach you guys everything I know from A to Z of online business. And this is like half course, half group coaching program. So depending on how much support you're desiring, you can take this program just as a course where you're watching the lessons or you can opt in for some more like hands-on support from me in a group coaching, uh, in a group coaching format. Um, And like I said, this program will literally give you everything you need from the mindsets, the tools, the resources, just to like be a badass self-sufficient CEO in general, all the way to like the strategies and foundational business wisdom that you need to actually make sales and actually make money in your business. This program will truly help you guys unlock your freedom and it is also, you know, I want to mention like the the perfect mix between spirituality and manifestation and also the actual logistics and, and strategies that you need. So it's going to be not too woo-woo, not too masculine and rigid, right in the middle, all of the energetics, all of the strategies that you need to make money online and unlock your freedom. So If you guys are interested, the link is going to be in the show notes to read more about it and to apply. Um, An early bird ends 7-11, so it ends July 11th, and then the price will go up. Um, With early bird, you're receiving, I'm pretty sure it's like $250 off, plus my Making Selling Sexy Masterclass and Make Waves Masterclass for free. So it's my like both of those master classes are like three hours long and they go in depth on sales and in depth on in depth on um, podcasting. And so those are both like over $200 value. So you'll be receiving $250 off plus those two master classes if you apply by 7-11. So if you're interested and you want an in on this program, just click the link in the show notes and get ready to unlock your freedom. All right, guys, now for the episode. 
Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. Or if you're new here, a very special welcome. I am so, so grateful to have you here today. I am joined by the beautiful Paige Prinzavalli, and she is a pro wrestling referee. She's been seen on WWE NXT. She is a former educator and she is a metamorphosis graduate. And if you don't know what metamorphosis is, it is my signature confidence building program. It is absolutely my favorite place to hang out and um, like teach my clients. It is like my heart and soul program. And uh, Paige was able to go through that program. Was it last year? Almost a year ago now? can't even remember. Yeah. And um, yeah, Paige is like one of my favorite clients ever because she actually puts in the work. And that's why (laughs) she gets to be here on Breaking Butterfly is because she really did like actually integrate and and like put into practice all of the things that I teach. And because of that, she has like an incredible story and so many lessons that came out of her story Um, And so I just feel so excited and grateful to have her here on the podcast. So uh, Paige, if you want to say hello and maybe add anything else about yourself, just so we can like get to know you a little bit better. Yes, I have to be like totally transparent. My heart is like pounding right now because when you <laughs> when you did like the intro, it's like, whoa, I listen to this podcast like seriously every day, like all of the yes. episodes and to hear like you live in person say it I'm like this is so cool this is manifesting right here (laughs) yes this is like oh my god yeah we're gonna be talking about Paige's manifestation story and then this is just like another it's another one like another add-on to how powerful of a manifester you are (laughs) um but yeah I think pretty much that's a good uh background of myself my main um career right now that I'm focusing on is being a pro wrestling referee I love being a referee and um, I used to be a teacher. I went to University of Central Florida, studied early childhood development and education. And um, my specialty was working with children with special needs. And I really love doing that. I still like really love working with children and everything. But the way teaching was going, it was just ended up being way more draining and more, you know, hard on me, like emotionally, physically, like everything. And so Mm -hmm. uh, that's when I, I was wrestling while I was teaching my students, like nobody knew that I was a wrestler, because I was like, I don't know how weird, like, maybe people can be about it. So I'm just gonna keep it a secret. And um, yeah, so I was kind of just wrestling like trying to get WWE tryouts trying to do everything I could and I knew like one day I was gonna like be saved from teaching I guess and um, yeah I had a couple WWE tryouts and eventually um, it worked out and I manifested my dream job Um, I'm unfortunately not there now but like I wanted to touch on with you before um, there's always like so many opportunities that are just coming your way and you just have to be open to receiving them. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that so much. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into just the story of you even getting the job in the first place. Cause like Paige said, like it, it's been a journey, huh? Like it's been a, a, a whole experience, right? It wasn't just like a snap of your fingers and then like, there it is. Um, mm-hmm. And then even now, right. Of not being in that job, like it's, 
life just has so many interesting ways of leading you to where you need to go. So let's rewind. You're a teacher and you're like, okay, I need to get out of this. Walk us through like the story of just all of the WWE tryouts and all of the things because yeah, your way of manifesting is so powerful. <laughs> um, I guess I can start like when I went into wrestling school, uh, my trainer who I initially reached out to, her name is Santana Garrett. And um, I love her so much. She like, she welcomed me. She helped show me the wrestling world. And um, I took my first wrestling class while I was in college, like I think right before I was about to graduate. And that alone, making that decision to go into a wrestling class was so scary because it's like, it's expensive and yeah. it's like, you're going to get hurt. You're, you don't know what's going to happen. But I was just like, if I don't do this and like my life stays like this forever, like that's scarier than going to do the wrestling class. And mm. so I did it and Santana created this like amazing environment of women and um, being in an all girls class really helped me at the start because it was just like, I really feel better around feminine energy and around females. Yeah. Um, and immediately my first class, like I was learning my roles and I just like, I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. Like, I, I know it. And that's, that like, really long, like, yeah. <laughs> I need to stop you real quick because even within that, like, cause I feel like wrestling, mm, it's not as common. And a lot of people, I feel like a recurring theme right now in like most of my podcast episodes is just this conversation around purpose and not knowing mm -hmm. what you want. So you just said something along the lines of like, I just, I knew I was in the right place. How, like even before taking the wrestling class, how did you know that that was for you? Because I think everyone's looking for that like thing that they're like, yes, this is it. I want to go full force and feeling that like feeling of like, I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah, so I feel like there's two sides to that because one, I grew up a WWE fan. Um, my dad okay. had it on TV one day. Like he wasn't a regular uh, fan of it, but literally it was on TV. My sister and I saw that there were girls on TV and so we were like, there's girls in wrestling. And then that became our our thing. Like we would watch every, every week together. So yeah, ever since second grade, yeah. obsessed with WWE. Like we didn't have... Like we had Barbies and stuff, but we mainly played with our action figures and we would use them like like they were Barbie dolls. And yeah. um, so I guess that that's where that knowing comes from. Like, yeah, um, I love this. And there's nothing else that makes me feel this way. Like, like I can look at the W, like the symbol of WWE and just feel like, oh, like that's like, like yeah. everything to me. And um. But then on the other side, too, we have to kind of experiment with like what we think we would like or um, because sometimes it's not like I don't know what I want. Well, maybe you just need to embrace that you don't know what you want and you just need to try things or... and accept that maybe all that you want is to just like live a life of comfort. And maybe that's like that's for you. It's just it's a lot of it's a lot of accepting of like what you feel, I guess. I'm a very feeler. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so funny. You can just tell that Paige has been my client because that's just like so aligned with like my philosophy of like, I'm always devil's advocate of like, 
(laughs) you need to just try things or you need to just like listen to like that thing that you've loved since second grade, right? And then just have the balls to like explore that. And then I am always like devil's advocate. And also if you just don't want anything right now, that's okay. (laughs) Just like accept it. Yeah. Embrace, embrace where you are right now. And sometimes like sometimes your dreams do change. Like what if I was a WWE fan my whole life and then one day I woke up and decided I want to be an actress. I kind of did yeah. that. And then I like, and then I tried acting school. <laughs> and like, nice. I just like, I, um, I have this thing where like, I just have to act on like things that I want to do. I just have to try it and yeah. uh, just step out of your comfort zone because you're guided to try things because I think that God planted that desire in you. So you need to go out and try okay. it. If it leads to something amazing, if it doesn't lead to anything, something else will come along your path. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I love that so much. Oh, I, I love this. This is almost just like this recurring theme right now. And I just like, yeah, I love it. Okay. So you got into the wrestling class. Sorry, I totally interrupted you and went on full tangent. No, I love that. <laughs> So you got accepted in, or you started doing the wrestling class and then where from there? Um, just keeping in wrestling because that's what like helped me um, realize like I have a goal. I want to get to WWE. I don't care how I get to WWE. I don't care what role I have in WWE. I want to go there and I want to work there. And yeah. so, and it, what it, when did I, I started wrestling, I think in 2017, like that was when my first class was. Mm-hmm. And then I had this idea. Um, okay. When you're a wrestler, you have to have like a character. And I was like, what the heck do I do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was walking around um, Disney one time actually, and it was decorated like Christmas. And mm-hmm. I was like, just looking at all of the decorations. And I was like, I love this. And I want this to be like all the time. And then the idea came to me, like, what if my wrestling character is a Christmas character? And I just like wear Christmas outfits and like, do like, it's Christmas every day, 365 days a year in my head. And I'm just like, yeah, um, sounded like really stupid to me when I was thinking about it. But at the same time, like, if you're not willing to look stupid, then you're not gonna have any fun or like, achieve what you want to achieve because you have to do something different and silly and um so yeah I I did that and um teaching kind of pulled me away from wrestling at times because it would get like so draining that wrestling Mm -hmm. would begin to feel like another chore that I had to do and I really didn't like that so like I did take like a couple breaks here and there like focus on this for a while and then like in the summer and stuff like that, I would get to um, wrestle. But yeah, really, I I just kept on going to training, believing that I would get a WWE tryout. And then when I was like, when I get a WWE tryout, I'm going to get signed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and did that happen the first time? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. Um, the first time was actually during COVID. So like it didn't get to happen because that was when like the whole world shut down. And Mm -hmm. so that sucked. But at the same time, I was like, okay, it's not a no. It's like, maybe at another time, hopefully they will invite me back. And then they Mm -hmm. did invite me back in like a smaller group tryout. And I got to show them Chloe Christmas and I got to wrestle in a WWE ring as (laughs) Chloe Christmas and no one will ever be able to tell me otherwise. Yeah. Um, and that was so funny um 
but yeah, that was that tryout was um, months before I met you, I think. And you, so I did the tryout. Sometimes you don't hear from them for like months. Sometimes you hear from them a week later and like, you just don't know. So Mm. you and Jane were doing make it mine. The, um, what is it? A masterclass. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this masterclass. And I just did my WWE tryout. So I really need to learn, like, how do I manifest like a yes? How do I manifest them to contact me and say, like, you're hired? Yeah. And um, like the week before Make It Mine, I got an email. I was in my classroom and I saw the email pop up from WWE. And I was like, I didn't have any students in my classroom, but I was like, I can either open this right now and it can like make all of my dreams come true and I could go quit my job today or it's going to ruin my life. So I was like, should I open this? Either or. <laughs> Either <laughs> one's fine. So I decided to open it, uh, even though it was at work. And I read it and it was like, unfortunately, at this time, there's no opportunities. And I was just like, I was so crushed. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm a teacher in the middle of COVID. I'm risking my life every day. Like, working in a school building. And I was just, I was feeling like so very sad, but um, I just kept like saying the words, like, I was like, I trust you, God. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. And like, kind of, kind of believing that like, okay, this, this isn't the end. It's not the end of the world. Like move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then make it mine happened. So I went into the uh, master class and like I didn't care that there was other people in the class like I shared like my whole story I was like Maddie and Jane I wanted to manifest this job and they told me you know like how does this work like how do I do it and mm-hmm. um I don't know I can't remember the big Sean story but if you remember it <laughs> can you share that story of how he like because it really inspired me of how like it doesn't matter how many times someone tells you no, like if you just yeah. keep moving forward, like eventually it will work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like because my way of actually I should talk to Jane and see if I can sell that masterclass because we kind of put it like on on the bookshelf and we're just like, oh, like we're just not selling that right now. I should talk to her and maybe sell this masterclass uh, again. So if you guys are interested, you guys can watch it because it is such a good one because like the the like concept of make it mine, you know, and the way that I teach manifestation, it was a little bit different, a little bit more masculine in the sense of like, yes, there is this this part of manifesting that is just like be open to receive and just like trust and just do your affirmations and then just be open. But then there's this other part where it's like, yeah, like if you want it to be yours, if you believe it to be yours, go make it yours, like actually take the action. And that big Sean story that we were sharing, I think I can't remember where I heard him talk about this or maybe Jane just told me this story. But I guess when big Sean was like trying to make it, he um, really felt called to like meet Kanye West. Like he wanted to work with Kanye West. He was like determined that he would be on like Kanye West record label, whatever. And so he would like go to anywhere that he thought Kanye was going to be like the recording studio or if he was doing like a meetup or like, like 
it almost sounds like like stalkerish vibes a little bit. Like he was just trying to put himself in any position where he could possibly meet Kanye West, right? And then mm-hmm. finally he did. I think that he was like in the recording studio and Kanye was right after him. And Big Sean like lied and said that he like forgot something in the recording studio and like ran into the recording studio. And Kanye West ended up signing him on his record label eventually. And then like a year went by and he just like didn't hear from Kanye at all. Like he just, he got signed. He like made his dreams a reality and then just didn't hear from him for the longest time. And it's like, he didn't care. He just waited. He kept going. He kept trying to push and push and like get exactly what he wanted. And obviously Big Sean is who we know him as today, which is freaking crazy. Um, But yeah, so that story probably definitely inspired Yes, it was that story. But then also just um, Jane did a meditation about like visualize your dream, like a dream day in your life. And she went into like such detail, like what does your house look like? What kind of car are you driving? Um, And I was just like, okay, just totally let go, did the meditation. Um, And then she had us write down everything that, um, that you saw in your vision And it kind of helped me open my eyes to like, maybe I just want something more simple. Like maybe I want WWE or I want like, like to be um, successful because I want to feel safe and I want Mm -hmm. to feel like I, um, I want to be like financially stable. And like, I just had to like break it down and realize like, is that what I actually want? Because, uh, Sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought right now. <laughs> but it's You're like, You're <laughs> you have to realize like what you want from something because you think yeah. it's going to give you a certain feeling. And you have to exactly. realize like the feelings are things that you can give yourself right now. And after that, I was like, just more open to, okay, how can I, how can I get an apartment like this or a car like this? Uh, I became more open to other possibilities for my life. And like Mm. I got into acting classes and that led me to meet people that brought me to different jobs and like super fun jobs where I'm like pretending to be a character for a children's birthday party. And it's like, it just led me to do so much, so many fun things that um, I really enjoy doing things and getting paid to do things that I would do for free. (laughs) And so it's like, I think that's all I really want is to just like have, like feel like I'm successful by just taking it day by day and like loving the moment and loving just everything that is possible for you. Cause once I opened, mm-hmm. opened up the door to like more possibilities, guess what? Like six months later, I got a call like, Hey, would you ever want to be a WWE referee? I was like, yes. Are you kidding me? You're like, um, <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That's so crazy. And I think that's such a like, like just such a powerful mindset and probably the reason that you did manifest that in the first place. Cause I even, I did this, um, masterclass too called, um, abundance activated. And it was like really about that concept that you just shared of like, all right, looking at the manifestation, this is what I want. All right. What is the desire or the feeling that's actually within this desire, right? And how can I just create it in different ways rather than 
like even with money, right? If you're like, okay, I need money to feel safe. I need money to feel safe. And you're like manifesting a raise, you're manifesting a raise. And then you don't get the raise. Most people would be like, all right, well, fuck this. Like abundance doesn't exist. Like money is hard to come by and you just kind of get like defeated. Or you could say, okay, what is underneath the desire of money? Safety. Okay, how can I make myself feel more safe and doing different like just spiritual practices or creating like just different kind of like just creating things in your life experiences in your life that do make you feel safe? Well, now you're going to be a complete energetic match for the original desire. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened to you is like, all right, I want this thing. All right, how can I create experiences close as close as possible to this thing that I want? And then as soon as you did that and you just enjoyed your life and just like let go, then yes. then you got the next experience or got the next uh, manifestation. So what was that like going into your second WWE referee tryout? <laughs> um, I was like super nervous because I had done a WWE wrestler tryout before. And I know that uh, when you're doing that, like it feels like you're preparing for a war. Like you, they test you like mentally, physically. And it's definitely the wrestler try was the hard, probably the hardest physical thing I've ever done. And, oh, wow. and so I was texting, um, my friend Tom is the, is the one who called me to, um, see if I would be interested in being a referee. And I was texting him like, what kind of like warmups should I be practicing? And he's like, just, just train the way you train for your wrestler one and you'll be fine. And so I did the referee tryout. And again, I was just, I just remember looking around and being like, there's no way that that God is not real. There's no way that we can't achieve our dreams because I'm in this building right now and I'm in this ring right now. Like, again, how did how did I I didn't do it by myself? Like, yeah. And so um, Scott Armstrong was there at the time and he uh, was the referee coach and he saw something in me and Tom saw something in me from the wrestler tryout. He was like, this girl loves wrestling and she loves WWE and um, definitely was not good at all. <laughs> when I first did it, like I was, um, it's very hard to like place yourself in the right position. And then there's like so much more that you're doing and you're not just like counting and yeah. there's a whole different um Oh, I'm sure nobody knows about. And so, but I loved it. And I loved, it was interesting because I had never, ever refereed before. I only trained to wrestle, like maybe like one time I would referee at training. Mm. And um, I really fell in love with refing because it was like, I'm a part of the match and I got to be a part of different matches, like more than one match on the card. And um I just, yeah, I just tried my best at the referee tryout. I knew like, I'm not a referee. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to have to pretend like I do. <laughs> and um, confidence. Yes. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then it, and then it happened. Yeah. Like a week so later insane. I got called, like, we want to hire you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so insane. And yeah. and again, like the whole lesson in this story really to me is like most people when they got the first no, they would just stop and they'd be like, oh, guess it's not for me. Like, guess it's not yeah. for me. 
And because Paige kept such an abundant mindset and just like, yeah, just all like everything you learn from Make It Mine. And then obviously we'll talk about Meta more too and just like holding that confidence. Like, I don't know, just most people would, would just feel defeated and give up. And because you didn't, you literally got your dream job and went from being a teacher to being on TV. That's insane. Yeah. And I did that because I um, I let myself go through the hard things. Like when I got the no, I knew, okay, I've got to let myself just cry for two days straight and let myself feel what I have to feel now. Because if you don't allow yourself to feel those awful negative feelings, you're just going to bottle them up and it's going to come out later and you're just, you know, it's not going to be good. So yeah. I let myself be sad. And then I was like, okay, this is this is like a shamanic death. This is like a start, start fresh now. I've got to, I've just got to look at what's next. And um, that's another thing I wanted to mention is that I was putting uh, this company on a pedestal. And mm -hmm. when you put what you want on a pedestal, you're putting it out of reach because you're saying yeah. like, this is the top, like, and only certain people get to do this. Only certain people get to have this. But when you stop putting it on a pedestal and you stop, you start to learn about yourself, like, what do I have to offer? And like, I can be good at this. I worked hard for this. And just putting more of that back into yourself of like, I'm talented. Like, you're trying to match that height that you're putting what you want, you know, exactly. maybe you can describe it better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, you're describing it perfectly. And again, I just love how so many of your lessons, like my philosophies are so aligned because I all, yeah, I always talk about like the putting on a pedestal thing because we do it like so, so commonly, like it's just so common for us to put not even just like jobs or companies, but even like other people on a pedestal or other like ideas on a pedestal, different lifestyles. Like there's so many things that we we almost like subconsciously claim are just out of our reach. And yeah, if you're viewing something as above you, how can you ever be an energetic match to it? Yeah. Because you're literally in your mind putting it above you. Um, but that's where I think that the visualization and things do come like so in handy or come come in handy so much is because like when you can actually visualize yourself in a lifestyle or hanging out with a certain per person or working a certain job, so often that it almost seems regular, like your brain can't tell the difference between like what's real and what's imaginary. So if you're always seeing that, you're like bringing them off the pedestal like over and over and over again, the more that you visualize because it just seems like that's that's real. Like, oh, duh, I'm hanging out with this person or oh, duh, I'm in the WWE building, you know, like it just seems like real life. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, okay. So that's an incredible story. Uh, switching gears a little bit, because obviously, as we talked about, you are a metamorphosis graduate, which is my favorite program ever. And I'm so grateful that me and Paige are doing this. And I want to do this more with some of my other clients as well, because literally the success stories that have come out of metamorphosis, like just blow my mind. Um, you know, this being one of them, but there's just so many women that's like once you claim your confidence and you learn how to tap into your confidence, literally your whole life changes. So I want to hear a little bit about 
um, yeah, just what your experience was like going through that program and maybe just some of the most important lessons that you learned throughout it. Yeah. So metamorphosis was actually the first week of meta was the first week of my job or of my first time on the job as a WWE referee. So it's literally like perfectly aligned, perfect timing. Um, And like, in a way I could have been like, oh, I already manifested what I wanted. Like, do I need to do metamorphosis? But then I was like, no, I need to, um, I want to be surrounded by a group of girls that are focused on empowering each other and empowering themselves to mm-hmm. just become their highest self. And that's why it was so easy for me to open up in metamorphosis and actually like talk to people because I knew that everybody in that group was there because they wanted the best for everyone. And um, being around like a bunch of badass females just is like all you yeah. can really need sometimes. Life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think what I gained the most from it was just having that support system, like mm-hmm. knowing that like I can talk about this and they're not going to judge me for it or like I can say this and they're not going to see it as bragging or like whatever because yeah. everyone's looking to everyone for inspiration and like we all just we all want something in common which is like the highest good for me, that's the highest good for all of us like everywhere. Um, and that's where I really learned like what confidence is from you, because I, I remember having a conversation with you, like, I don't know, like, I, I want to be like, more talkative, like, like, I don't know, like, when people say, like, be yourself, like, how do you do that? And you were like, Mm -hmm. Paige, sometimes being yourself is that you're just quiet and like, you're a better listener and you need to just embrace that. Like you don't need to try to be something that you're not. And that really stayed with me because I think a lot of times we confuse um, someone that's quiet or shy and we think that person's not confident. And it's like, no, a lot of times it's actually the opposite. (laughs) Like, like just being yourself, it doesn't have to look a certain way, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that you you bring this up because that is such a common misconception of like, yeah, like when you think of confident, a lot of times it is the very like um, almost like cocky vibes, very like um, expressive, outgoing, and everyone's like, oh my God, she's so confident. But you have no idea. They could be like the most insecure person or not be following their dreams or they're just like putting on a show and then they go home at the end of the night and they're like, drained and they're crying themselves to sleep because like they don't feel comfortable with who they are so they're like trying to like yeah just put on a show almost but I think that's some of the most confident people that I know that are like so at peace so happy and like are following their dreams following their purpose like they're the people that don't feel like they need to say anything because they don't have anything to prove to anybody and yeah like even like being 100% yourself could be like wearing the most bland clothing ever. And like, yeah, people just don't see that as like, oh my God, they're so confident because we look at these kind of like outrageous, outrageous things and be like, oh my God, that's, that's what's authentic, you know, but authentic for some people is just like 
it, it goes back to even what you were saying of like, is it okay to just want comfort? Like, do you, does every, is everybody's like, um, like dreams, right? Everybody's dreams. Should we all dream to be a millionaire or should we all dream to like just have this like luxurious lifestyle or travel or whatever it may be that social media makes us feel like we should want? No, for some people, the most authentic desire is to just like, yeah, have the simple life. And can we be okay with that? You know? Yeah. Yes. I love that lesson. And um, that's what I can confuse me too. Cause I always thought like being authentic means that you're loud. Like you're doing all, all these crazy things. And it's like, no, maybe being authentic means that you just want to stay at home and watch Netflix and like, and exactly. not be social. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, and I love what you mentioned about the support system as well, because I think that sometimes like that sounds like so cheesy of like, oh my God, yeah, just having like a good group of girls will like change your life. But there has literally been nothing that has helped me more than my support system, especially when you come from like, which I feel like we all kind of do, come from like friends or family or society in any way that like doesn't have the same dreams or values as you, then to go into a group with everybody that has the same dreams and values. Um, yeah, it completely shifts your energy for sure. So I love that you brought that up. Um, what other changes have you seen in your life since metamorphosis? Like what is your life experience actually like compared to how it used to be? I feel like just overall accepting um, who I am and realizing like it's okay to to want certain things and like that there are other like-minded individuals out there. And um, yeah, overall, it just kept me on the path that I felt I was already going, which is like believing and seeing proof from other people as well that you can manifest what you truly desire. And it was really refreshing just to be around you who's teaching this. And then also the, all of the other girls that that believed in it too, that when we have desires placed in us, we're supposed to act on them and follow them. And it might not lead to something that you thought it would. Like I did not think I would be a WWE referee because there were only two other female referees there. And like growing up, that wasn't a thing to be a girl ref. So I, it was never a dream or never an idea that I yeah. thought would be possible for me. And so yeah, just continuing on the path of being open that like what you think your desires are leading you to might be something different than what you wanted or envisioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what are your thoughts then on like, there's some manifestation experts that say like, no, you have to have all the specifics down. Like you need to like pick a very, very specific thing, all of the details and like get locked on that. Like, are you saying maybe that's not the way? Because I, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm in my experience, it, it wouldn't not be that way, because I got what I wanted when I stopped trying to plan the way and stopped trying to put so much pressure on like, if I don't get this before I die, like I'm never going to be happy. Once yeah. I stopped that mindset of like, how can I get this? Uh, that's when it came to me because I was open to um, 
realizing that there maybe were better plans for me. Yeah. So there's like, there's a little bit of that. Like, yes, you do need to like, sometimes I'll journal in the morning and write down like, what do I want to achieve? And like, like what things would my highest self do today? And then you actually have to go and do them. And um, so like, it's, it is kind of both, but I, I think most of it is, um, being open to other possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I just think that's such an important lesson because <clears throat> there are the, like I said, there's a lot of teachers that I think are a little bit too concrete about choosing the specifics of the desire where it's like, yeah, you do want to choose those things or choose what you want to experience, but there's such an important balance of, of being open. Um, like I love the quote of like, it's this or something better, this or something better, or the affirmation of like universe, like show me how good it gets pretty much like every day being like, show me how good it can get. Cause then it's like, yes, you're shooting for this dream, but you are leaving that openness of like, okay, like give me this, but if there's something better, like I'm here for it pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's the affirmation I used all the time and I, I'm using it now, mm-hmm. especially like um, because I've learned so much and like, because of, of my journey of getting to WWE to now no longer working there, I'm like, yeah. obviously really sad about it, but I'm like, okay, something really, really good is probably going to happen to me. Like, and that's why, you know, I, I believe God is making room for something maybe that I have no idea could have yeah. ever happened for me. And I'm just like excited. <laughs> Yeah, 1000%. And again, it might not look how you think that it's going to, you know, like you might have ideas right now of like, well, maybe this will like maybe God's making room for this thing or this thing or that thing. You have no idea. Your world could literally 180. Uh, Take it from me from my last couple months of my life. Like your life could 180 at any moment and just, yeah, show you things that you just you had absolutely no idea. So I'm actually, I'm really excited for you to see where you'll go because I know that like when you do believe like there is better than there is. So if you've already manifested your dream job, I can't even imagine where you're going to go next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. You. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. To kind of wrap things up, you know, you've listened to my podcast. I always ask um, my guess this one question and I would love to hear if you at your lowest point was listening to the podcast right now what would you say to her don't talk to boys no Um, (laughs) wait I love you no one's ever said anything like that yes true no um probably that you cannot see why it's happening right now, but you just need to move through this. Let yourself, Let yourself feel the awful feelings so that you can move through it quicker and realize that one day it will make sense. And one day mm-hmm. you will see maybe have different ideas and different passions. And you're going to wonder like, oh, so this is why I was led this way and um, just be more open to trusting and mm-hmm. that it's all happening 
perfectly. <laughs> mm, I love that so much. Amazing. And then just share with us how we can connect with you a little bit more. I'm sure people will want to continue to connect with you and watch your story and see all of the amazing things to come. So yeah, just tell us how we can connect with you. Um, mainly through Instagram is my favorite social media app. It's at Paige Prince, um, Prince, P-R-I-N-Z. Mm-hmm. And my Twitter is the same. And then I'm also on TikTok, Paige Prince with a one because the other one was taken. <laughs> the other one was taken. I love yep. that. Amazing. And before we sign off, is there anything else that you want to share either about just your story or any other lessons um, or maybe even why you would recommend metamorphosis as well? I just want, um, well, mostly girls that are listening. I, oh, my, my dog wanted to share something, I guess. <laughs> Wiki, come here. Um, yeah, I guess if you have the desire to do something, like if it is to work with the coach, if it is to try an acting class, try a wrestling class, like whatever it is, you have to act on your desires. Unless your desires are like causing harm to others, don't act on your desires. <laughs> if you, um, I just truly believe that things are placed in us for a reason and just go for it. Yeah. Mm, I love that so much. Amazing. Um, all right, guys. I again, I'm like so grateful to have had you on the podcast and actually have like one of my clients from Metamorphosis just share her stories and the lessons. And I'm honestly just like so proud of you and your mindset and like everything you're doing. I feel like you're my like I was a very small part in your journey of, you know, less like teaching you lessons or inspiring you in any way. Like you are doing all the work, but I also feel like Paige is one of my little like prized possessions of just like oh yeah like she took my program fucking look at her look at what she's doing like when Paige told me that she got the job in the first place like I was running around the house like jumping up and down Henry was like what are you cheering about um I just like feel such like a soft spot in my heart for you and everything you're doing because I'm just like so fucking proud so I'm so happy to have had you on the podcast thank you thank you for having me yes all right, guys, if you love this episode, make sure that you share it with a friend, share it with your family, share it with a coworker, share it on your Instagram story. Make sure you tag both of us. Let us know um, what you got out of this episode. I know there's so many little lessons in this one. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, everything of pages will be linked in the show notes. And I hope you guys have the most beautiful week this week. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love if you left Breaking Butterfly a rating and a review. If you do leave a review to show my appreciation, please screenshot it and send it to maddie at maddiemaple.com and we will send you over my complete collection of resources for your evolution. This is filled with PDFs and eBooks, all of my free master classes, and a bunch of other resources to help you become your highest and most confident self. Also, to help further along your journey, don't forget to join our Breaking Butterfly community on Discord. The link is in the show notes, and so is the Breaking Butterfly hotline phone number. Remember to call in, ask your juiciest questions, ask for advice, and I will be supporting you guys on air on the Breaking Butterfly podcast. 
Thank you guys so much for being here with me week after week. And I will catch up with you guys in the next episode. Bye.